It is episode 36 or 37, something like that, of the Bias Sports Podcast. Dylan, I feel like every time we do one of these, we get excited for the next one, and then like something pops up, and we're taking these one- to two-week breaks. But we are here, your boys, Taylor, Dylan, as usual. Yeah, these uh, these breaks are uh, getting to us here. Yeah, I mean, we got life going on. We both understand. Right, yeah. I'm not not I'm not mad. We we got some things in the works that we're trying to we're trying to work out. It's just a matter of getting it done. Um, but we will, but we're grinding with it as we can right now and uh just having fun doing it. And I mean, I'll tell you what, bro. We had a lot of fun this weekend watching a lot of football. Um, and that's kind of what this the basis of this episode is going to be about. We we got a lot of football stuff to talk about um NFL-wise. But something did happen today that I want to talk to you about that I didn't prep you for. And I just kind of want your thoughts right away with it, considering it's a sport we don't talk much about. Um, and that's baseball. Uh, what do you think of David Ortiz got elected into the Hall of Fame, but Clemens and uh, Barry Bonds have not? Um, this was their final year eligibility. I guess they can't get in anymore. Was it I- Clemens final year too? Yes, Clemens and Bonds. I mean, okay. So I, I, I knew it, I knew it was Bonds' final year. I don't know exactly how the Major League Baseball chooses, like, or how it works getting in the Hall of Fame. I do know that they've been left out every single year. A lot right. of people kind of projected that they're going to wait to the last year for them. Um, they did not get in. I don't understand how you can have what well, Clemens has most Cy Young wins ever. Bonds obviously has the home run record. Uh, I know that there's an asterisk maybe by some of those records with them based on accusations and and admissions on on their ends but wasn't david ortiz linked to steroids too you know and, yeah. and and he got in on the first first ballot you know i want to know your thoughts on kind of baseball and big stars like that not being into the hall of fame when you know it's not like those are the only two names ever linked to corruption within the sport sure sure i mean i i don't know i mean it's kind of uh kind of weird how they do it so you got to get 75% of the vote and I you know however many years or however that works. I don't know, but uh, Ortiz had 77% Barry Bonds had 66. Um, but yeah, I mean, a guy like that, you know, he deserves to be in the hall of fame. Same with Clemens, you know, they deserve to be in the hall of fame. So, I mean, I, I look at, you look at baseball and like I said, Clemens is tied or is, is in the lead for most young ones ever. Uh, Bonds obviously holds like maybe the greatest record in, in the sports history of most career home runs, whether there is, you know, steroids involved or not, it's still an amazing feat. And I remember like where I was watching that game when it happened, because I feel like everybody, you almost like, when it's something like that to witness history and you're able to watch it, the, I, I remember watching it. I remember him celebrating, and then immediately the game got turned off because I don't care about baseball, but, like, I watched it. Mm. And then you have Pete Rose, obviously different, you know, um, reasons behind it, but he's your all-time hits leader, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. And it just is – this is one of those reasons where baseball is kind of, like, last year or bottom three in terms of, like – popularity within the four major sports of professional sports, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I'm almost to the point where like, I'm more interested in hockey than I am in, in baseball. So, <laughs> you know, if you give me a choice between going to ho- a, a hockey game or a baseball game, I'm gonna, let's, I'm like, let's go, let's go hockey. I mean, 
Go Penguins, you know? I've never, never been to a hockey game. Oh, it's going to happen. We're going. I mean, I'm manifesting right. something, you know? All right. So uh, I'll hold you to it. All right. Um, but just quick, quick, quick on that. <laughs> Man, I, I'm telling you what. All four games this weekend, my eyes were glued. Um, <laughs> four of the best football games you'll ever see in your life. The greatest divisional weekend in NFL history. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, Without a doubt. Di- I'm obviously diehard Steelers fan. Uh, but last weekend or the, obviously the prior weekend, all those weak teams got weeded out. The non-deserving teams got weeded out and we got four amazing games. Um, some upsets, some, you know, that team is, the, was the team that won it. And some teams you watch and it's like, they're the favorite. And this is what the Super Bowl is going to be. Um, my eyes were glued. From from the very 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 start of the Titans Bill uh, Bengals game to the very end of that Chiefs Bills game, which you know some have already said like might be the greatest playoff game, may maybe the greatest game of all time, and uh, obviously we could break down each one. I kind of want to go through a quick recap of all four and just your thoughts, and then kind of the future of or and then we'll kind of predict the the championship weekend. Um, and obviously the controversy considering the overtime rule, which we both sure. are not fans of the NFL overtime rule as it is, um, especially in the playoffs, how you can allow that to happen. Okay. So you, we won't hit on that yet. So, I mean, we can talk about that last, obviously, cause that was the last sure. game of the weekend. So sure. if you want to start Bengals, yeah. Uh, so Titans. First, first game was Bengals Titans. So, um, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill threw a pick on his first pass of the game and his last. And I thought the Titans were going to kind of run away with that game. Uh, and then it was clo- a lot closer than it, than it, I thought it was going to be. Titans had the ball with a chance to go kick a field goal and, and get away with it. And, and Tannehill threw that pick, and you just knew Burrow was going to get the cigars ready, boys. Let me ask you something. If if you're, if you're GM, whatever, you NFL draft, you're making your draft picks, and your team needs a kicker. How far up in the draft are you taking a kicker? I mean, I'm not doing Buccaneers taking Roberto Aguayo in the second round draft, <laughs> but like, I wouldn't be afraid to take a kicker if you if you truly believe that kicker is going to be like one of the greats. I would I would take a kicker in the fifth round. You know, like that's where they took McPherson, right? Is it? I. I I'm would pretty sure the six. I mean, it's usually the six or the seven. It was fifth or six that punter. But I mean, I think that like now it's very hard and it, it comes down to a lot of like confidence. And obviously, like, I mean, I listen to McAfee a lot and McAfee being a kicker kind of always defends sure. those guys and talks about how like the greatest kickers, they have confidence in themselves from day one. The reason Aguayo didn't work out is because he missed that first field goal, you know, in preseason and all confidence just stopped. And a kicker has to just be like every single time we kick, it's going in, no matter what the circumstances, whether it's practice, preseason, regular season, or the biggest postseason game of you, maybe your team's life, you know? So right. I think that's hard to judge. You're going to waste a fifth round pick on a kicker who, yeah, was good in college, but NFL wise, maybe the moment's just too big for him. And it's almost the same with every position, but I mean, it comes down to it. I mean, three of the four games are won this weekend because of a kicker. Right. And and yep. not just like three of the four one. I mean, it was last second, no time left. You make this, you win it. Now yeah, last second away team. Wasn't wasn't all three of them. It was tied and would have went to overtime, right? 
Yes. So, I mean, it's not like it was do or die for those, but right. it, was, it was do it and the other team dies. It was you miss it, you go into overtime. So maybe there's not as much pressure on it with that, but I mean, I still think like, I, I, I am not saying at all that I'd be able to go out there and do, I had crap down my leg and, and miss not just wide, right. Or wide left, but like way, way wide, right. Way, way wide left. So right. I, I, we're talking a lot more about kickers today than I thought we were going to. That's all I got to say. Yeah. But, but kickers, they deserve it. First three games. I mean, like, you know, like we said, last second field goals. You know, all I got to say games. is, if that report about McPherson is true, where you know they got down to it, they were sending him out. He said, "Well, it looks like we're going to the AFC Championship." Yeah, it, I mean is that true. is like he said it to um, to Burrow. No, he's no, he didn't say it to Burrow. Oh, okay, he said it to the um, backup Ryan Finley, their backup quarterback. Okay, I mean that just the backup like, quarterbacks. Yeah, he said it to the backup QB as he was going out. Yep, the balls on that guy. Well, dude didn't even watch it go through. No, nope. he kicked the ball and turned around, and started high fiving the the holder. Yep. Uh, and, and he's just a rookie. There's a lot of, uh, hey, I'm not a Bengals fan by any means. And everybody's rooting for the Bengals this weekend because of the Jackson Mahomes thing, which we'll get to in a second, talking Chiefs. Um, but obviously, division rival, I can't root for the Bengals. I love Joe Burrow, obviously. Um, it's, it's hard to not like Burrow. But as sure. an organization of the Bengals, how can we root for them? I'm sure you're almost the same way being a Browns fan. It's just that rivalry within the division. Don't root for rival teams. I mean, I don't root for the Ravens. I don't root for the Browns in the playoffs. So, if I had to root for for one in the division, though, it would certainly be the Bengals. Man, I don't know. It's tough. And the only reason I would is just because of Burrow. But honestly, like, the only team I could see in me rooting for the Bengals over another team left is the 49ers because I hate the 49ers too. Yeah. Um, I, I would root for the Rams or the Chiefs to win a Super Bowl over the Bengals. No, um, I, I did have the Bengals winning that game, though, I will say. See, I, I mean, my original pick, I didn't even have, I had them losing the Raiders. Now, I, I still thought the Titans were going to beat them last week, so I hope I don't go for three on, on Bengals picks. Um, what's the spread for Bengals Chiefs starting off already? I heard it was seven. I don't Minus remember. Seven I don't for, remember. Yeah, that's a lot. That's that's quite a bit, honestly. Before Dude, you I, jump I think, ahead, I don't hold on. Before you jump ahead, I don't remember what I said when we made our picks. I don't remember how far I had the Bengals going. I know I had them beating the Raiders. But at that point, I might have had them losing. But like mm-hmm. prior to the, the, you know, right before the game, I had Bengals. Right. But, but yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure somebody at work today. I heard him say it was seven minus seven. I, I mean, I, and I'm not just saying this because, like I said, I don't like the Bengals, but I just, the Chiefs at home offensively, they're just firing on all cylinders. Um, I could see him covering it just by like a late touchdown, kind of seal it. Rams is only three and a half over the, over the Niners. Um, obviously the Niners beat them the last time they played in week 18. Um, let's talk the 49ers Packers game. I mean, that first possession, Green Bay did whatever they wanted. They scored right away. And I kind of just thought like I was ruined for the, uh, for the Niners simply for the fact that like I wanted Aaron Rodgers chaos. And, uh, I thought, you know, losing in the divisional round without even getting to the, the championship game or the Super Bowl would cause Aaron Rodgers chaos, which, I think it's going to happen. Um, but I thought when they scored right away, I just kind of thought like, yeah, Niners just don't have enough to be able to keep up with them. Right. Man, the Niners. Well, they, defense, they didn't. 
The no. Niners did not have enough. They're not on offense. They didn't do right. anything on offense. But the Niners defense just looked yeah. like, I mean, they looked like the 85 Bears defense. Uh, Nick Bosa is so good. I mean, Nick Bosa is, is a top, I, I, I mean, top three edge rusher behind Watt and, and Miles Garrett. Uh, just the pressure that he puts on, and I mean, obviously he's an Ohio State guy, so might be a little biased with that. But I mean, no, if you watch no, that. No, if there's you watch, no bias in that. If you watch that game, I mean, he literally just like he does so much for that defensive line, um, for that for that entire defense, and just put pressure on Aaron Rodgers all night long. Yeah, he is that defense. Yeah, you know? absolutely, and uh, it, it everything revolves around him on that side of the ball. He he got cleared like what Friday for the game. I mean, I don't think yeah, I, I think if he doesn't play the 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 Packers win that game. And obviously the Packers special teams, uh, if that coach isn't fired yet, which I don't think he is like, what are you doing? That's that all season long has been a, a, uh, absolute dumpster fire of, of performance and execution. And then on your season ending play, and it might not matter, but on the play that ends your season, you only have 10 guys on the field. Like, how does that happen? Right. I mean, you, this is the NFL. This is not high school football where you could see it happen. But if you're that coach and you look over and you see that 11th guy, you're like, what are you doing here? Like, I mean, that just – how do you allow that to happen? And I, I right, there's yeah. no excuse for it. And, uh, man, the the 49ers probably had the biggest upset in the playoffs, I would say, in the last three, four, five years. Yeah. I, yeah. Probably could. Yeah, it would be up there for sure. And but, and obviously, and I think just even yeah. one of the most entertaining games too, from a defensive standpoint. Like if sure, you love yeah. offense, yes, yes, man. And it, it started snowing the second half. Like it was just something. It was like, and and I texted you during it. You know, you said like they just don't have enough offensively. Jimmy G's just not that dude. And and the Packers had a good drive and settled for a field goal. And that was that was all she wrote with them. And I just cannot believe like the Niners really got it done. And I'm I'm excited because. I will talk some Aaron Rodgers stuff later on, probably. Um, I I don't think he's going to end up going to Pittsburgh, but there's a chance that Pittsburgh could be the option for him. And if that's the case, I, sorry, Browns fans, you're going to wait a little bit longer to be kings of the north. Yeah, it, there's so many places, you know, that that he's rumored. You know, obviously hey, Denver's the favorite, but he what about was Tennessee. Fa- Denver man? was a favorite last year. Yeah, somewhere like Tennessee. Now, uh, the only think thing about doing these, do what? The only thing with Tennessee is uh, I, I read it. I think it was today or yesterday. I think it was Matt McAfee's show. Uh, guess what Tannehill's dead cap is if he or is his cap hit and his dead cap hit? Probably a lot. So his cap hit is $37 million. Mm. His dead cap, dead cap hit is like $56 billion. Nice. So I don't know how you can get around a dead cap like that um, because I think even if he's traded, like that's the dead cap hit. And then you would have to take on Roger's salary unless you would have Ryan Hill, Ryan Tannehill agree to rework it. But why would he rework a, a contract where he's going to make like $37 million next year? Right. Um, so, um, but I would, so, you put him on the Titans team because I, I like Mike Vrabel. I think Vrabel is a great coach. Um, you know, if, if Tom ever gets fired, I, I would, I honestly might think Mike Vrabel might be one of like the top five guys that I would want to replace him. Um sure. Obviously. I mean, look, Titans are already the number one seed, right? They were number. So, I mean, and, and, they're there. They just and it's the quarterback play that's and, that's and, not elevating them to where they could be. And it's not consistently, but it's just in that game, like against. And don't get me wrong, Aaron Rodgers did not play well on Saturday, 
But Aaron Rodgers has played well in the playoffs before. But I just watched Ryan Tannehill in that game and just thought, like, he is not the dude that will ever lead the Titans to the Super Bowl. And when you have A.J. Brown and you have Derrick Henry and you have that old line, um, you need to be able to elevate your play better. And watching that game, again, I know Rodgers didn't play well, and you're, you're probably thinking, like, well, Rodgers didn't play well. He didn't elevate his game. But I know Rodgers can. I just don't think Ryan Tannehill will ever be able to do that. You know, we know we know Rodgers is capable, but we haven't seen it out of Tannehill. Right. Like Burrow. So, didn't, I mean, so was it was it two years ago or was it last year? They faced Kansas City in a wild card round. Um, That was and had the lead. They were up like 21 nothing or something. Yeah. And I think lost. that was I think that was two years ago because that was also the year that Houston had like a 24 point lead on on the Chiefs. Right. And they blew it. Um and then last so, yeah, year. So, I mean, you, you're you're what four years into Tannehill? Yeah. Three. Or, this is, is the third three? year. Okay. Yeah. You know, and you, you've seen what it, what he's what he can do for you and what he can't. I mean, they did make it to um, AFC championship game two years ago. That was the year they beat they also beat the Ravens in the first round. Um went up to the Ravens in the first round. So I mean they've made it to the AFC championship game two years ago. Um, last year made it to the divisional round, this year divisional round again with a number one seed. But I just think, like, if you get Aaron Rodgers, like, it's a done deal. You, you got, if you're Tennessee, if you're going to do something, you got to do it now because at some point, Derrick Henry is going to start to slow down a little bit. Right. You're running that guy 25, 30 times a game. You know, obviously, he got hurt this year, but when he's not hurt, I mean, you're still running him 25 times. I mean, Sure, he's big, huge, bounce off everybody, run over everybody, but it's going to take a toll on him eventually. Right, and, and just the shelf life of running backs just don't – Right. Not that, it's not what it used to be. Um, But, you know, I don't think they will this year just because of the cap hit. Now, next year, I think right. it drops down to like $23 million dead cap hit, so it's definitely a lot more like, you know, manageable. But this year, I do think Tannehill is the guy going forward, but I just don't see him winning a playoff game with them or making a Super Bowl run. Right. Yeah. I you say, yeah, definitely not a Super Bowl. Um, Rodgers is under contract, correct? Yeah. So the way so it I, has to be a trade. So I was watching the Ma- I was watching McAfee today or listening to McAfee and they do that. He did Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, like every Tuesday. And they were asking Rodgers. So like, what, what are the options? And Rodgers goes, you know, one of the options is retirement. One of the options is playing for the Packers. And the other option is like basically working a trade with the Packers to who he wants, because the way the contract is, is like he's not a free agent, but they told him that they would rework, they would work something out with him to get him where he wants to go if that's what he desires. Sure. Um, and, and that's how it should be. Now, obviously, like the Packers are going to get some type of compensation back from other teams in some form. Um, and I think like one thing that they want to make Rodgers happy, but they also don't want to screw the Packers over. Now, I know one thing that Rodgers wants is probably to play with Devontae Adams wherever he goes. Adams is a free agent, and it's kind of like expected that Devontae Adams is going to get the franchise tag. So, does that make Rodgers mad? And you know, how does that? How is that going to affect what what happens? Uh, he said he's going to make his decision before free agency, so we'll know in the next few weeks going forward with that. Um, but I, I do want to talk Aaron Rodgers kind of in another episode, just based just kind of speculation of where he could go and what it would mean for those teams. I kind of want to focus on the teams that actually did win. Sure. Um, Let me say something real quick before okay. we move on. What I think could happen, I it, I would say it probably doesn't, 
But for him to do something like what uh, Brady did, leave the cold and go south, Miami, swap for Tua, mm-hmm. take Devontae with well, you. Well, I mean, you got you already got Jordan Love. I don't think they're taking a quarterback because I think they're rolling with Jordan Love. If he leaves, mm-hmm. they're full rebuild, Jordan Love, and then if he's not the guy, you take the guy you won the draft. Even 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 though I mean, if you do take Tua, you let the two compete. Whoever mm-hmm. doesn't win the job, trade them, ship them out. Yeah, you can get something back. Um, I I I wonder if like how the coaching situation is going to work with Rodgers. Like I said, we'll we'll kind of get into that some more. Um, we'll kind of see where some of these other coaches land before we kind of determine that. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, that you you kind of just said it, Tom Brady. Tom Brady might have played his last game on Sunday uh, and almost did it in very dramatic. Holy crap. This is not like Tom Brady fashion. And then almost did. This is completely Tom Brady. Make it comeback of all comebacks. Um, game did end up in a uh, um, Bucks loss. And, and I was right. watching that game and it was like 21 to three Rams. And I was like, this blowout uh, need to go to the store, went to the store. You're texting me like, Oh man, this game. Yeah. I, I texted you in the third quarter. Yeah. I don't remember what I said, but I was like, are you watching this? And you're like, no, I turned it off. I was like, you might want to turn it back on. Yeah. And at that point it was like 27 to, to 14. I don't know. It, it was 13. a third, it was a 14 point game or something. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, you might want to turn it back <laughs> on. And, and then when it got down to the end, I was like, I hope you're watching. Well, <laughs> like, as soon as so as soon as I turned it back on, uh, was that last Rams possession, and uh, Matthew Stafford just had that bomb to Cooper Cup. Um, yeah. And and if you watch that game, you don't think Cooper Cup is the best receiver in the NFL right now. I I don't I don't know what to tell you. Cooper Cup might be one of the smartest players in the NFL right now. Amazing, amazing play. And so as soon, anytime I was watching it, the Rams dominated. When I didn't have it on, the Bucks dominated. So. Um, if you're a Rams fan and you want them to win the playoffs, this, win the Super Bowl this year, you better pay me some good money and watch that Rams game because I'll do it for somebody. It's it's de- it's destiny. I watch the Rams and they dominate. So, um, <laughs> but man, when they're firing, they're fun to watch. That offense, Sean McVay is genius. He is he is something else with this play calling and just his play design. It's fun to watch. And Cooper Cup is awesome. Matthew Stafford's awesome. They're a team that like I. I I'm I'm rooting for the Rams or the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I like Patrick Mahomes a lot. Um, and but I like the Rams. I love watching the Rams play, and I like McVay. And if he wins the Super Bowl, I'd be happy for him. So yeah, I, I'm kind of like the same way. Like I was talking to some other buddies about it, and somebody was talking about Cooper Cup, and I was like, I almost bought a Cup jersey a few years ago. So when they did their mm-hmm. the Rams did their rebrand, it was like 2018 when they yeah. rebranded to the, the new new colors and everything. I thought it was absolutely sick. And at that point, like sick, like, like sick, like, uh, or like sick, like dope. Like the second option. Okay. Like but sick. I wasn't like huge on Cooper Cup, but like uh-huh. I just liked him. He was reminding me of Jordy Nelson. So I loved Jordy Nelson. And so I, I kind of like Cooper Cup and I, I didn't get a jersey. But now but I was talking to him. I was like, now I really can't because, you know, now that he's like the best receiver in the NFL, mm-hmm. get catch a bunch of crap for it. But uh, no, I mean it, it, it. It's crazy what what a, a higher level quarterback can do to elevate your game. Yeah, um, I'm watching that, and and Jared Goff. If Jared Goff is quarterback, the Rams lose that game. But Matthew Stafford is a quarterback, and he's he wasn't going to let the team lose. Um, and then. Going to that fourth game of the weekend, like I said, some maybe one of the best football games you'll ever watch. Hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't jump okay. yet. 
Okay. I want to say something about the Rams. Go ahead. I think the biggest thing for the Rams going into this weekend is what they do at running back. So Cam Akers came back last week. Mm-hmm. They kind of eased him into it. Um, Sony Michelle still got touches. This week, Sony Michelle touched the ball one time, and Cam Akers fumbled twice. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Do you stick with Akers and say like, "Hey, you know, knock that rust off. You know, you're just back. You know, you're, you're still rusty. You know, now you know. Hold on to the ball. Go out there and do your thing. Or do they go back to Sony Michelle or split it? Or what do they do? I think that they're probably going to just start Akers, but they're just going to feel because they ran him like goes. they ran him like twenty three times. Yeah. Um. But I do think like I mean. Watching that, watching that Packers 49ers game the other day, like, how do you attack that 49ers defense? Like, what's the best way to attack that defense? I think that the Rams are good enough to air it out. Um, man, I, but I really don't know what they're going to do. I mean, the, the 49ers beat them last time when they played in week 18. I mean, literally, like the Rams won, right. the 49ers won that game, got in the playoffs. So yeah. it's, it's, I'm just excited to watch it. I think Akers going to be the guy. Um, I think, I, so, just, I think so, too. I think the Rams but, are going to just play very aggressive, and I, I think they're going to air right. it out quite a bit. Well, and, and when they played this weekend, I mean, it was really like a team win. So Whitworth at left tackle was out. Mm-hmm. Right. And the, the dude that come in for him, I mean, they were talking about him on the, the, the broadcast. I mean, he played phenomenal, Yeah, at least in the first quarter when they were mentioning it. Um, And then both safeties out, Jordan Fuller, and I forget the other one. Fuller's out, out the rest of the season, postseason. Right. So this special teamer, you know, that hardly plays comes in, he made a pick. And then towards the end of the game, he, he had that big deflection mm-hmm. um, that kind of helped seal the game. So, I mean, guys that, that they're not used, they, they weren't, they didn't really play during the season, you know, when acres was out, you know, these guys are coming in now. It's almost like a whole new team. Right. Um. Yeah, definitely. And it's, I think that it's going to be a better game than the, the chiefs uh, Bengals game for sure. Um, Mm, this is I don't know. It, I don't know. <laughs> we'll get into it in a minute. Let's. I do want to talk this Chiefs Bills game. Um, there are so many aspects of it. I mean, Josh Allen is so good. I mean, he threw what nine touchdowns this postseason, zero interceptions, ran the ball just so well. I mean, they their their quarterback power is just like. Oh, how are you going to stop a 240-pound, you know, quarterback who's just putting his – he's going to put his head down, he's going to run over you. Um, They had one in, like, the third quarter, I think. Maybe it was the fourth quarter. I think it was the fourth quarter, one of those last few drives that they had, like their third-to-last drive. And they had, like, a third and short or fourth and short, and they ran QB power. And he just, like I, – I, I immediately was like, there's no way he's not getting that first down. Like, there was not a doubt in my mind that he was going to get that first down. So when your quarterback is able to do that – and pass the ball almost perfectly. Um, and I I just found myself, like, rooting for both teams. Like, I didn't want the game yeah. to end. Um, it was absolutely insane. Uh, and I'm happy for the Chiefs, and I'm sad for Bills fans. I'm sad for the Bills. How do you let them have 13 seconds with three timeouts and guard the sideline? Like, I just don't understand. And when that second play – when Travis Kelsey just had the seam up the middle for like 20 yards. What are you doing? You, you heard about that play, right? Kelsey called that. He did. I, that was not his route. I thought Kelsey called the touchdown play in overtime. No. Oh, it was his play? play when there yeah, was well, I would too. Well, I mean, nine seconds left or whatever. He yeah. called that. He told Mahomes, 
and there was a video I saw today. He told Mahomes that that's what he was going to do if they show the same coverage. And when they were lining up for to take the snap, Mahomes saw it. Yeah. He's like, "Do it, Kelsey. Do it, Kelsey." And he did it. So what they had is they had a guy on the outside and they had a linebacker in the, or safety or whoever in the middle, and they were doubling him, but giving him the seam. Right. And, and so that's what he because, did. And he took because it for they're guarding the sideline because they're they're looking right. for the flag on the outside. But it doesn't matter when you have three timeouts. Like when at that point they only had two timeouts. You do not give up, like especially the same to Travis Kelsey. Like it's just nope. poor, poor defense. Um, you know, I, people are mad. Like, why do you not squib it on the kickoff? Like that's gonna take off four seconds with a squib. There's just so much that can go wrong sometimes. Um, maybe it goes out of bounds, and then you're giving them another 50 yard line. I'm okay with the kickoff. You just gotta play great defense for 13 seconds and not let them get 50 yards right. in two plays. Like best defense is, in the league, and right. you couldn't stop them for 13 seconds. Um. And then obviously overtime hits, and I am really, really sick to my stomach with how awful NFL overtime is. I've been on the wrong side of it as a Steelers fan. Obviously, the uh, Tim Tebow-led Broncos scored a play on the first play of overtime that won it, touchdown 75 yards. Um, and I think it's just unfair the Steelers don't get a chance to, to you know, back that up. Um, I. I'm, I live with it in the regular season because it is what it is. You got eight, 17 games. But in the NFL, like the Chiefs a few years ago, Brady gets the ball in overtime first, scores. How are you not going to give Patrick Mahomes and that offense a chance to go back it up? And, yes, I agree. Your defense is part of it and deserves to get a stop. But special teams is part of our, is part of winning. And what's, what does special teams get in, in overtime that can back that up? You know, and and you're going to determine like what defense wins it by by a coin toss. I think that is what the biggest joke is, is like, you're right. Defense is part of it. And if your defense can't get a stop, then that's on your defense. But you're going to let a coin toss determine which defense gets to like go prove. And and I'm I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. No, no. Neither team was going to stop. Get their offense stopped in, in overtime. If the Bills would have won the coin toss, the Bills are going to the AFC championship game. And they knew that. Right. They knew no team was going to stop each other. What it, what it needs to get to is like alternating, like you both get a possession and you have to go for two. Yeah. And almost, and maybe well, almost like it, it almost feels college football style, but you're getting the whole field still to do it. And yeah, you might get lucky and get that fourth down stop. And that's what it comes down to. Instead of like, sorry, Bills fans, you don't get an opportunity in overtime. It is an absolute joke. I Like I said, I get your defense is important and your, and your defense needs to get stopped. If you don't, then – but you're going to let a – letting a coin toss determine that is just the absolute biggest, like, heartbreaker. Um, so and- I'm not quite as butthurt about it as you are. But, I mean, it, obviously it's still – I still don't agree with it, but defense wins championships. So you have to look at it that way. You, If you're Buffalo, you're taking your number one defense out there and you need one stop. Hold them to a field goal. Just don't let them score a touchdown. You get the ball back, offense goes and wins the game. So – but the fact that you're not even giving the offense an opportunity. Right, and, and I get that. It. I get that, but if your defense makes the stop, you've got the opportunity. And again, your number one defense. If you I, can't I, rely on that defense to make a stop. Dylan, I got a question for you. Ever play the game cup pong? Um, you know, with water filled in the cups and you play cup pong. Yeah. 
And you know how, like, when the game's over, you know, me and you are on a team together and we sink the other team's last cup. They mm-hmm. get a chance to defend themselves. We have better overtime rules than cup pong than the NFL does in overtime of a playoff game with two of the best offenses we will ever see going at back and forth with each other. It is an absolute disgrace to the, to the game. It's a disgrace to the Bills. I, I, uh, it's, it's, I know. it's I, a I, joke and it's ridiculous. I, I understand. I understand what you're saying. I, I, understand and I don't what know you're how saying. you can watch that and think that it's okay that the Bills don't get a chance. Like, no, I just I, don't understand. I get it. Why is that Josh it. Allen's fault that the defense couldn't get a stop? Because Josh Allen's going to get a score right there. But think, I mean, you heard what he said. I'm sure you heard what he said. If we, if if the Bills were in a situation that the Chiefs won, if they got the ball, they went out and scored the touchdown. Wouldn't be a peep about it. They'd be celebrating just like the Chiefs were. Right, but at the same time, the Chiefs. But, yeah, and I'm sure the Chiefs are happy this time that they got it. But if you, not last year, or the year before, but three years ago, they were in the exact same boat when they're playing the playing Brady and the Patriots. Brady goes down and leads a touchdown, and they don't even get a chance. And yep. Patrick Mahomes in that first year as a starter, absolutely unbelievable year with the weapons that he had, doesn't get a chance to go prove it. It is it's an absolute joke. It's, it is an absolute joke. And something's gotta be changed. I I like the idea of a full 15 minute period, at least for playoffs. I see I don't quarter. I think like player safety, whatever. What I want, I think this is the best solution is first off, no more coin toss in the in, in the NFL overtime. The home team, especially in the play like this is playoff overtime. The Chiefs are the higher seed, right? You get home field advantage, being get to host it. You also, if it goes in overtime, you get the ball first. No coin toss, you get the ball first. If you score a field goal, the other team then goes scores a field goal, then it's first to score, just like normal regular overtime. But the Chiefs obviously just start because they have home field advantage. If they score a touchdown on that first drive, you have to go for two. If you go for you go for two, you get or you don't get. It doesn't matter. The Bills then get an opportunity to go score a touchdown. They go for two. If they get it, they win the game. If they don't get it, then it's next to score. It doesn't matter if it's field goal, whatever. Like then it becomes that sudden death, overtime, whatever. But you have to give both teams an opportunity to score a touchdown, and you have to go for two. That way, if the Chiefs get it, and the Bills don't, then the Bills can execute two point conversion. They deserve to lose the game. I don't know about that because then you're you're almost getting to the same scenario. If if you're both scoring, if you if the Chiefs go score a touchdown and then the Bills go score a touchdown, and then it's you're saying then it becomes sudden death. If then Chiefs it becomes then it becomes yes. it's over. Then it becomes like okay, why doesn't re- Buffalo get another chance? No, then it becomes yes. We have to rely on our defense now. We we gave a possession up, and the Bills then score a touchdown. Thank you. Now it becomes now we man up. We have to get the stop. But to give that to not give them at least one opportunity to score is a joke, and that's it, you. All, so it's basically like the field goal rule now, except it's with a touchdown. But the touchdown you have to go for two, and I and I don't think that's bad at all. I think that would actually be more fun, and it, it almost becomes like you kind of want to be that second team because you know if you have to get the two point conversion or not, or maybe you said the other way, like that the Bills get the ball first. That way they go for two, and the home team knows we either get the two to win. Or we, uh, if we don't get it, we lose. That maybe that's a better advantage, but you have to work it like that for them to get the opportunity. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't think we were, gonna, I didn't think you and I were going to get this. Is like the first time where we've kind of actually got like heated, heated over something together. Um, I want to talk one more thing, NFL, because I have seen it on social media so much in the last two days. 
And I literally cannot stand it anymore. And I almost like want to do a full episode on it. So maybe we will just because I have to like talk about it. But I do want to bring it up right now. This is a public service announcement for all the morons out there in the world that watch the NFL and try to convince me and legitimately think that the NFL is rigged. Uh, it is pre-planned WWE style. That Taylor here like, got into some Twitter beef. Oh my gosh! Like, do I think there's corruption in it? Probably, right? There's got to be. There's some player out there. There's some ref that might be on the wrong end of things. Maybe not being the most fair or honest within the game, the t- integrity of the game. Right. Like that's a big word I want to focus on with this. And that's a big word that like if we ever did a full episode, we would like you would want to focus on is integrity of the game. And people want to say, well, the NFL went in one time to a trial and they even even like was determined that the NFL is not a sport there. It's an entertainment like you're right. The National Football League is not a sport. Football is the sport. In the league of the National mm-hmm. Football League, which, yes, is entertainment to people. That doesn't mean it's fake. That doesn't mean that they, at the beginning of the year, all right, guys, these are the four teams that we won the divisional round. This is how the games are going to go. And if they don't go, then all our plans are screwed. Like, you you can't legitimately tell me that. Do I think the NFL has an agenda? Like, hey, it would be really great for ratings if we had, like, a Chiefs-Packers, like Aaron Rodgers first. Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl sure they could root for it but they're not going to be like we have to do everything we can to make it happen they just want football to happen do I think that sometimes like the Patriots get like during that Tom Brady era got very lucky with some things sure when you're that good and you're in that situation multiple times guess what the ball the you're going to get lucky you know, within that, like if you right. played in the Super Bowl 10 times you're not going to lose it every single 10 times unless you're the Buffalo Bills like <laughs> when you're that good, the ball's going to bounce your way multiple times. And it has. And the Patriots are very lucky. And Tom Brady's really, really good at what he does. It's not rigged for the Patriots. Nobody likes the Patriots, like except for New England fans. The NFL hates the Patriots. They're not rooting for them to win Super Bowl. It's not rigged. Like, and it's just, it's such a joke if you think, like, the reason the Bucks made a comeback the other day is because Tom Brady is just that good of a freaking football player. Right. And the Rams almost pulled under pressure because that's what the Rams do. It just it, 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 I I couldn't, man. I can't like legitimately watch it and, and people think that it's rigged. Why why would it be rigged for the Bengals? Why does the NFL care if the Bengals win the Super Bowl? Uh, There's not a legitimate reason to it at uh, all. Like other than like just pure moronic, like. Uh, so that's 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 my rant on that. Do you think the NFL is rigged? If so, please plead your case now. Obviously, there's instances where it seems like it, in which you hit on that. You know, there's times where it really feels like, hey, that was like somebody said that this is going to happen, and so it did. But like no, what though? This, huh? Like what? I've, a number of things. A lot of the stuff with Brady. You know, his comebacks and everything. But, but no, there, there's there's no way, and, and it's the same as any other sport, you know, NBA, MLB, you know, whatever. Well, uh, Major League Baseball 
when the Kansas City Royals won the playoff, the World Series, what, eight years ago? That was totally rigged. The Major League Baseball wanted a small market team in Kansas City to right. win the World Series. Right. When LeBron came back to Cleveland, it wasn't rigged for him to take him to the title. Right. It was because that was LeBron. That was his mindset. He's that good of a player, and that's what he was going to do, and he did it. Yeah, like, well, I, I think that the NBA – was actually rigged against LeBron because they want Michael Jordan to be the greatest of all time in a three-one comeback. It just completely screwed up their plans, and they hated LeBron for that. No, LeBron's just a good basketball player. Right? Yeah, and that's why he's having like the best year of his career right now. Right? Like the the one that like is almost like the most like it could be rigged was like the Boston bombing and the the Red Sox go in the World Series. No, like a team of destiny just came out of nowhere to be able to like. They ignited under a whole like community, a team, an environment, and and that's like the magic of sports. It's not about being rigged; it's the magic of sports. Yeah, it, like even college football, which is our which is our number one sport. We love college football. We live. We literally bleed college football, and we understand there's corruption within the sport. We talk about corruption within the sport. The games aren't freaking rigged, like. Alabama was just really, really good at football. And again, like it's the same as Brady. Yes, when you're that good, you're in the position to, to be in, in to compete all the time. You're gonna have the ball bounce your way because you're there literally every single time. Now the Buckeyes, we seem to be on the wrong end of it, but if we were there every single year, year in and year out, it would go our way sometimes. But it's not right. rigged against us. Yep. So I just I could not believe like literally like reading this over and over and over again over the course of the last few days. Um, I definitely maybe maybe what we'll do is we'll get in. I'll, I'll get into a Twitter beef or something uh, with somebody on Twitter uh, and we can just go back and read the tweets and kind of break it down and and just kind of <laughs> it's almost like seeing somebody else's standpoint on it. Or if we find somebody that's really good at communicating, we can bring them on here and you could just try to convince us. But I'm just going to end up calling you a moron. Um, and just I'm and be appalled by it, sure by it. So this has been fun. I, I, I guess we still got to do predictions for next week, right? I mean, so, uh, Bengals at Chiefs, Chiefs at home. We've, we've uh, got the same, we've got the same predictions minus seven. I, I think the Chiefs cover. Um, just by a late, like it's going to be competitive. I'm not saying the Bengals are going to go out there and get dominated because I've been wrong on them all the way. Joe Burrow, man, Jose Barose, uh, Joe Shiesty. I mean, this dude, he's just got all the nicknames in the world and all the swagger in the world. He is so good at football. And uh, honestly, Dylan, like we're both in store for him to kick our team's butts over the next few like long years. And, and, you know, we, we're going to be a little bit more competitive well, I don't know. with them than you guys are. Um, I don't know. Browns have uh, kind of had his number so far. Well, he be swept the Steelers this year. He said we're playing. The he Steelers. hasn't beat the Browns yet. Get the brooms out, baby. Um, but no, it's it's he's gonna he's gonna dominate the division for a long time, uh, or make it's it's gonna be competitive with him in there. But the Chiefs are just so good. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, man, is on freaking believable. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I, and then. Yeah. And then. <laughs> I mean, you're right, uh, yeah. Mahomes. I mean, I don't think there's. I don't think they after losing to the Bengals in the regular season. Right. Oh crap! I forgot this is a rematch. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think there's any way that they drop it twice. Especially now, that at game home. was at Cincinnati yeah. the first time. Um, what was it? I thought it was yeah. at Kansas City. Maybe it was. I feel like it was at Cincinnati. 
I thought it was at Kansas City. I'm going to check this because I really thought it was at Kansas City. When was that? Was that week 17? Week. It was the second to last. It was week, week 17. It was it was at Cincinnati. Okay. okay. So being so, at yeah, Kansas City, and just that, and, and that was 34-31 Bengals. Yep. So. And then the second game, and this game is going to be fun. Niners at <laughs> Last Rams. second field goal by McPherson. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. Um, this game, the minus three and a half uh, for the Rams, I think they end up covering two. But kind of, I mean, maybe last last minute touchdown, just kind of seal it, win by 10, something like that. But it's going to be competitive. No, I was going to say, I think game. they win by double digits. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would definitely put some money on this one. Um, and then, I mean, we're going to get Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl, and that's going to be fun. And, and that's yeah. going to be one of those, like, First time in a very long time where I can just watch the Super Bowl and not care which team wins. Like be happy for both teams and just want a great football, a great, amazing football game. Yeah, I, I think I'd be rooting for the Chiefs, but yeah, I wouldn't, especially I'll, for Matthew Stafford, I would not mind if the Rams won. Right. I'll probably be rooting for the Chiefs uh, just because I like Mahomes, but I definitely like I would not lose any sleep and be upset with how the NFL sure. would go forward with the Rams and Stafford getting one. Um, but if the Chiefs don't win, it's rigged. Rigged, I tell you, rigged. Um, Dylan, I, I honestly, bro, I think we killed this episode. Like this one. Hey, one more, one more thing before we go. Sean Payton out in New Orleans. Oh yes, Sean Payton out. Tom Brady out. Aaron Rodgers out. Ben Roethlisberger out. It's a new era in, in the NFL. Um, here's what. Here's why Sean Payton took this. He's going. He's he's retired. Retired. Sean Payton's not going to coach this year. Maybe next year. Within after this next season or the season after that, um, the Dallas Cowboys will fire Mike McCarthy and Sean Payne will be the name of the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. This is all in play for Sean Payne to go to the Cowboys, which he's been rumored to for a long, long time, linked to it. I think he wants to coach the Cowboys. Jerry Jones wants him there. I guess he's the Dallas dude, you know, through and through. Um, and it's rigged for it, obviously. I mean, the NFL's rigged, the storyline, WWE, Vince McMahon is behind the scenes. Goodness. Um, but, no, I truly believe, like, it's it's a short-term thing for the Cowboys job in the future. Um, and once so, McCarthy gets fired. I sent you a tweet before we got on here, and I don't I don't know if you looked at it or not. Um, it said, Sean Payton saw the salary crap in injury <laughs> reports. He said, y'all be easy. Yeah. <laughs> he Man. ducked out. Like, That's two years in a row this crap out. That's two years in a row the Saints are down bad with a salary cap. I mean, I think they lose Michael Thomas. Um, right. I think they lose if they Kate. weren't in such a bad situation, that would have been almost a, a perfect scenario for Aaron Rodgers. Right. It just if it's Michael Thomas L. comes back healthy mm-hmm. with Kamara in the defense, but they're just in so much trouble with yeah. that salary cap. They're, they're so yeah. Now, okay, what about this? Tom Brady retires and Aaron Rodgers goes to the Buccaneers. Oh, all right, I like man. Aaron Rodgers. That would make me not like him quite. I, as much. I agree. I I agree. Um, we'll we'll talk Aaron Rodgers soon. Full Aaron Rodgers prediction. I almost like an NFL free agency episode type thing. Um, sure. you know we'll we'll end up doing that, guys. I'm telling you what, we do have some big things on the horizon. Some things that we're trying to work out. Some things that we're just trying to like manage with time. We're both both busy college students doing our thing, uh, figuring things out. But we got big plans for a lot of this stuff and. We're just excited for it. If you've listened to this part, we appreciate you um, trying to build this up. And I, th- I thought this was a great episode. I mean, I really think we killed every aspect of this. And it might be like the best divisional wrap-up episode in the history of college. Or the- Gosh, ruined everything. It was so great till I ruined that. 
Best oh, wrap-up man. episode in the you're, history of the you're NFL. You're rolling. Gosh. It's late. You're tired. I understand. I know. I'll it's, catch you some slack. Yeah, it's, it's late. It's been a long day. But, hey, I'll always make time to podcast with my boy. Absolutely, dude. Hey, we'll, we'll get going with this. We'll kind of get off of these little two-week breaks or whatever. Yep. Now that uh, college is in the swing of things and you're going to be winding down with basketball before too awful mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. Always but, something. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get we through will. it. All right, man. Hey, we killed this one. But as good as this one is, you know what we say about the next one. Next one is going to be even better. It's the best one yet.